0: The ones that are reaching and communicating and engaging and growing are the ones that can do that effectively across as many platforms. Conquer Local. It's really a breath of fresh air. Good times. I help leaders go from anxiety to authority under
1: pressure. And then let's go and get it. It's an ecosystem. The hardest part here is going to be getting me to shut up on this one.
0: Conquer Local with Vendasta, hosted by Jeff Tomlin.
1: Welcome to the Conquer Local podcast. Our show features successful sales leaders, marketers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs who will inspire you with their success stories. Each episode is packed with practical strategies as our guests share their secrets to achieving their dreams. Listen in to learn the highlights of their remarkable accomplishments and get tips to revamp, rework, and reimagine your business. Whether you're a small business owner, a marketer, or aspiring entrepreneur, The Conquer Local podcast is your ultimate guide to dominating your local market. Tune in now to take your business to the next level. I'm Jeff Tomlin, and on this episode, we're pleased to welcome Chandler Boyce. Chandler is a founder and CEO of the Marketing Co-op, a full service agency that focuses on developing custom tailored marketing strategies for leaders. He emphasizes the importance of understanding and utilizing the digital space for effective communication and outreach. He launched his agency in November of 2022 and has utilized Vendasta's platform and partners to grow and scale his company to now serve over 50 clients. And he's also finding success as a new affiliate marketer. Get ready, Conquerors, for Chandler Boyce coming up next on this week's episode of the Conquer Local Podcast. Chandler Boyce, welcome to the Conquer Local Podcast. Hey, thanks for taking a few minutes out of your busy day to join us here. How are you doing, man?
0: Hey, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be on. Look forward to the conversation. Doing well. Just, you know, recovering from the uh the overeating season of Thanksgiving, but other than that, it's it's a, it's a great day here in uh Texas.
1: That that requires a couple of days, doesn't it? Hey. <laughs>
0: yeah, a couple of days and a couple laps around the uh the old track.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Um hey, let's jump into it. You know, you uh you found a niche in working with uh, with nonprofits. Um and uh, so, yeah, as your agency, why don't you talk a little bit about you know what what brought you to the to that group of companies to focus on and uh, um, and what makes them unique and 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 a great great idea to work with?
0: Yeah, I think for me, I realized that when it comes to the nonprofit, nonprofit um, you know church sector is that there seems to be I don't know if it's a lack of knowledge but a lack of even understanding or utilization to a lot of the tools, strategies, software whatever it may be out there. I think sometimes, you know, we when you look at nonprofits, you we tend to think that, you know, budgets are tight, um there's 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 limited resources, but in reality that they have great missions and they have they have great things that they're trying to do and they need help and they're wanting to, they're wanting to, to grow, you know, they want to, to reach more people and they want to grow their mission and, and, and what they're doing. And so it's, it's a, uh, it's definitely a niche that is underserved um, but it's needed. And there are some, um, a lot of great organizations out there that are looking for help. They're looking for the, the knowledge of the resources and the strategies to, to help, to help move their mission forward.
1: Well, let, let's talk about some of the strategies, you know, uh, uh, in chatting with some of the guests that I've had on the conquer local podcast, some of them have worked with nonprofits. And one of the things that I took away f- from my discussions was really, really important for those organizations to communicate a vision and, and, and their mission and to connect with people and that out there in their audience that, um, where that, where that mission that they have really resonates with. And so maybe talk a little bit about, you know, some of the effective strategies that you've got for, for helping organizations communicate their mission um, to, you know, to the audience that you're trying to target. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would
0: say when it comes to the nonprofit sector, they, they deal with getting over some of the same things that even businesses do, which is, we all tend to be a little a uh, little bit of narcissists. We have, we're all yeah. a little bit, uh, especially those that are driven. You're type A. You're leading something. You're pushing something. You know, it, it's you want people to know what we're doing, what you know, what we're about, and how awesome we are, and how great we are, and why you should help us. When in reality, it's about telling effective stories, engaging stories inspiring stories, fun stories, and then inviting people to, to join that story. So really for me, and this is, you know, nothing new under the sun, nothing I'm saying that you haven't heard or most people have that listening haven't heard this, but it's really about, okay, who are you talking? Who are we talking to? Whether that's someone that you're serving or maybe it's someone as a nonprofit, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to raise money. You're trying to get people to partner with you through resources in reality it's okay who are we talking to what and then what what are the pain and the problems that we are solving and so telling stories around that hey the, this is the issues these are the problems that are out there this is what people are dealing with and then this is how we solve this we we come alongside people and we help them you know we help them figure out life we help them you know we help them um create better relationships you know, create better marriages, create better, you know, financial situations, whatever, whatever that whatever they may be doing, whatever their mission is, is really it's less about the organization or the company. And it's more about, man, the stories that are out there, the stories of pain, the stories of of you know what your organization has seen through serving and helping people or helping other, you know, organizations or groups of people. And so when you when you when you come at it not about, hey, look at us and how awesome we are, but you come about it in a way of saying, hey, this is what people are dealing with, this is what they're struggling with, this is what they need help with. You know, here's a story. Listen to this person and what they've what they've gone through, and then you you then you say, hey, if you want to be a part of this life change, if you want to be a part of making a difference in this world, your community, in this space, these people's lives it really makes a difference because then you you're not talking you're not talking at people now now it's a conversation and you're inviting people hey join this conversation like what are you yeah. seeing what are you feeling and you when you start you start with empathy and and people relate to that it speaks to their heart and not just about you know flashing lights of we're the best company we're the best organization you should listen to what we're
1: doing yeah but pulling people into the story, I, I love case study work. You, you've, do you have any, a specific example of an organization that you've worked with and that was particularly successful at, t- at communicating their vision and, and you know how, how did that go?
0: Yeah, I was trying to think of something specific. I would say this. I would say a lot of the clients that I work with, they all suffer from the same thing they all tend to utilize their platforms their stages their social media more as announcements and updates yeah. and less about telling stories sharing stories testimonies and i think when 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 i see these you know my clients start switching from less announcements and more storytelling it allows the, the good things that are happening within the organization around the organization, it allows for other people and other things to, to really speak for their organization. Um, And so really, really, I really have to work hard with almost all my clients. And even, even with social media, I'm constantly telling people, listen, we've got to tell stories. Like you've got to add, you know, share and produce content that is valuable in the sense of, are you helping people? Are you serving people? Are you, you know, are you engaged, you know, are you, are you educating people is, is do people, does this is, this is, this your, what you're saying and what you're producing, does it actually m- better people's lives? And th- that's just the one constant that I'm, I, I see time and time again, when it comes to whether that's the website or social media or the ads that they run, the, the language that they put out um, even, you know, they, they, they want to talk about their mission statement when in reality, Most people don't care about your mission statement, right? They care about how are you helping people? What are you doing to make this world better, to make people's lives better? Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's, that's the one thing that even I would say even for myself, I have to constantly, Hey, it's not about me. It's about the people I'm helping people I'm serving and people that, that I want to help and what, what is happening in their lives? How, How, you know, how, how are we making their lives better because when you do that, um, it, it it's less about you as a, the person in or an organization. And again, it's about those that you're serving, those that you're helping, those that, you know, those, you know, people groups, whatever it may be, um, and, and it's about them. And that's what people really want to hear. They, they don't, they don't need another, you know, another uh, slogan about, you know, we're the best, whatever, we're, we're the number one organization, we're the number, it's like, no, if you're the number one organization or you're the best at what you do, you don't have to tell people you're the best, right? Yeah. LeBron James doesn't going around; he doesn't go around telling everybody, "I'm the best basketball player," because arguably most people would agree at some level that he is one of the best basketball players. So, if you are the best, you don't have to tell people that. <laughs> you 100%. just got to tell people; you got to show people what what you know what you're doing. So,
1: communicating the change that you're ch- you're making in the world. I like that. Um, yeah. I, by the way, I wanted to ask you. Uh, you know, I've I've seen a couple of different approaches with with nonprofits in in their advertising in particular, and one is, you know, you communicate, you know, a, a difficult situation, and they sort of tug at the heartstrings, and so there's that approach, and then there's another approach where mm-hmm. they show um, someone that has been, you know, part of a, a or in a particular situation, and it's an uplifting story about you know, positive change that was created. And I was just curious, um, you know, if you've seen what one approach more successful than the other um, in, in terms of yeah. approaches to, to the advertising.
0: No, that's good. So in different, different people say different things, but there's kind of two different thoughts when it comes to communicating, messaging, and even getting people engaged, whether that's you're trying to get people to give their time, you're trying to give, you know, trying to get them to give their um you know their talents or you know their treasure or their money yeah. right and so you have most people say there's four to f- five different type of people who want to give right you have people that they want they they give um they give spontaneously right they see something right. like i'm just going to give and then you have you have people that want to give to 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 building projects so they they want to give to something that they can see that is being built or they want to give to something that helps you know, children, family, people, people who are, who are in need. So I think in reality, the more people that you can speak to in the ways that you can communicate those things, I think, I think it helps. Now, I don't think you need to do every single type of person. I think you got to figure out depending on your organization and what you do and who you serve, what kind of people are going to give to your organization. Right. So if it's, if it's, if you serve people that are, you know, Building water wells or providing children um, in third world countries food, you know, you've you've got to figure out okay who who are the people most likely to give to these things, and then okay what is the best way? How do they want to be communicated to? And so you know you're going to want to show you know if it's you know for instance if it's a it's an organization that provides meals for children education you're going to want to show that okay here's. Here's where they are now. Here's the, the problems, the issues, the desolation, the poverty that they live in, you know, they live into, they live in. Here's, you know, and here's how you can help. And then here's a story of someone, of a child who, you know, was in poverty, you know, we helped them and, you know, because of, you know, because of, of you know, givers like you. We were able to take this kid, put them, you know, through school and college, and now they're, you know, they're the the mayor, the governors. You know, yeah. I've heard many stories like that, but I think I think you have to figure out what does your mission, what does your organization serve, and then who who's most likely to connect with with that, you know, with that need or with what you're trying to, um, you know, you're trying to raise or get people to serve and be a part of.
1: Well, that's a great takeaway. Just figure out your your audience and figure out how how they want to be communicated to. Great takeaway, um, Chandler. You know, there, there's another area that I wanted to touch on while I have a, you know some of your time on the podcast because you've got quite involved in affiliate marketing as well, and um, you know, I I see more and more people dabbling, dipping their toes into it, and becoming more popular for a variety of reasons. I see a lot of Mm-hmm. Um, software companies and and uh, SaaS companies, agencies taking advantage of affiliate marketing, yeah. um, and I see more people being successful with it. And so, maybe talk a little bit about how 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 you got started with it, and um, if you have any uh, if you have any tips for someone that's starting out, because I know that you've had success with it as well. If you have any tips for people that are are thinking about it?
0: Yeah, and let me say this: I I would say I would. I would not say that I am an expert affiliate marketer. Um, I think I, I kind of somewhat fell into it. I knew about it. And when I started my agency and started posting consistently and really have a, you know, really have a passion to, to help people, whether they are a client or not, whether they pay me or not. And that's the beautiful thing about social media is that we can put out content and that we can really help people. And so I, you know, I was, I started posting and, and. Um, I would post about something and, you know, people would download it and then start, you know, start realizing like a lot of these, a lot of this, even the software that I'm using that I believe in that I really, you know, I, I would recommend someone using, um, they have affiliate programs. And so I started realizing like, oh, wow, like if I can make, some, if I can make some extra money off of talking about a software or a platform or whatever, and it, and it helps people, I believe in it and I can make money well, heck yeah. Like I'm already making content every day and I'm already talking about, you know, ways to increase your social media and SEO and, you know, ad strategies and all that stuff. Why not, why not put in the software in there? And so I've really, for me with affiliates, I would start with, and this is my conviction. I think there's different ways to do it. And I know, you know, a lot of affiliates out there, they'll just kind of, you know, they find out, they'll go through and find every affiliate program they can. And then just, you know, talk, you know, make a post and, whatever and who knows if they actually believe in it yeah. um, which you could probably make more money that way but um i'm i my integrity is like i find platform software that i believe in that i use that i recommend um and a lot of them have have been software that that i would recommend even before i knew they had an affiliate program and so now i turn that around and hey i use this you should too. And if I make a little money off of it, great. Why not? And I think it's you know, if you're someone who is in the content creation um, arena and you're helping people, man, affiliate marketing is a great way. And I mean, there's people I know. I'm again, I'm I'm about a year into to my own thing, so I'm definitely you know, things are just now getting rolling for me. Um, but you can make a, a good amount of extra or even a full time uh, living, depending on how hard you want to go after. Um, but for for me, it's it's doing the research. Cause I want to make sure that if I'm putting my stamp and my approval on something and I'm saying, Hey, you should use this. I really mean it um, because I don't, I don't, I, I believe that the people who are listening to me, they trust me. And so I want to make sure that I keep my trust and that I build my authority. And I don't want to recommend something that's just, yeah, they pay me a little bit and great. Boom, let's do it. Um, Cause I, I'll be honest. I've, I've done that and I've had to backtrack and be like, uh, ah, actually I don't, Really recommend using that. I'd re- recommend using this and here's why. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I have to make sure that I really believe in a, a platform, whether that's, you know, an AI platform, a SaaS platform, um, any anything that's doing affiliate, I have to do my research first. But then from there, man, I, you know, I keep a link. I keep a list of all my links um, that I have, you know, in, on a on a sheet. And that way I know when I'm having a conversation with a client or if I'm creating content that I can say, Hey, man, you need to check this out. This would really solve this problem. It's really going to help you. It's really going to be beneficial. So, man, I I think if you're, if you're anyone that's, that's producing consistent content, you're sending out emails, you're, you're adding value to people and your clients. I mean, I I definitely would add affiliate marketing into your, um, into your bag of tricks.
1: You you know, doing the, you, you know, the breadth of things that you do, you've got to, Agency, you're working with nonprofits. You also, um, you know, working on on the affiliate side of things. You're all, all around general practitioner when it comes to marketing. Staying up, you know, uh, on top of all of the things that are changing are really really important. So and you know sometimes especially when you're starting out, you feel like you're drinking from the fire hose. Where are you getting your your news and your information right now? And and yeah, drop us a couple of of, of recommendations for people resources that people find particularly valuable and important,
0: yeah. I mean, that's such a good question. and and I and I would say I still feel like I'm drinking for fire hose. Oh, yeah. Um I feel like every day, you know, between Google and meta and especially now with AI, I don't know if there's any other anybody else there listening, but if you feel overwhelmed, um, I understand because I have to control my shiny syndrome, trying to figure out the. This is the next best AI, and you know, there's already hundreds of thousands of people that are AI experts out there telling us what to do. And it's just like, first off, AI hasn't been out that long. Uh, two, you, you just kind of have to take it take it in short breaths. So, um, for me, uh, I'm trying to think right off the top. Uh, Neil Neil Patel is a guy that I stay up with. Yeah. Um, his his content, um, his website, his his emails. I mean, he he does one of the best jobs as far as digital marketers and adding value. I feel like all the content he puts out is, is amazing. And and, and it's pretty wide range of, um, of things, uh, as far as like SEO and Google and stuff, I would say Instagram. Um, I got, I'm a big fan of uh, Brock Johnson. Uh, he's great with the, you know, with the algorithms and Instagram, Uh, YouTube is going to be Sean Cannell, Think Media, Omar El-Takari. Those guys are absolutely brilliant when it comes to creating YouTube, social media content, cameras, gears. I basically do whatever they tell me to do. Uh, If they tell me to do something, buy something, post something, um, I'm just, I'm like, yes, sir. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask questions. Um, And then as far as AI goes, there's a couple of them. I I know one's called Futurepedia is a good one. Yeah. Um, they basically list out a bunch of AI software. Um, it can still be overwhelming, but it's a good place to go just to kind of see, you know, see what um see what's out there. I'm trying to think. Um, man, I'm trying to think who else, what are the things? Those are kind of the main ones that come off my top. I know there's a few more, there's a few other guys that are in my inbox. I, I mean, I really think these days the best place to learn and stay up to date is social media and and email campaigns because no one can produce. You almost can't produce written content or like almost evergreen content fast enough because it's changing so much. Yeah. so really social media and you know getting on the right email campaigns is is about the only way to go in my in my opinion
1: what are the it reminds me what what is the main metric that you sort of track when you when you're looking at success for the campaigns for your clients uh, the nonprofits that you're working with what are the most important indicators of success for campaigns that you run for for them? Are you building awareness mostly, or is it the, you know in terms of of donations? What is, what's the needle that you're trying to move most of the time?
0: I would say most of the time, the needle I'm trying to move is is getting a good foundation and getting awareness, getting messaging dialed in, getting branding dialed in, and in getting an omni-channel strategy together um you know now that's different levels for different organizations depending on how much resources how you know how big of a team they have like how many you know how many channels can they be effective because i think i think at some level it's good to focus on the you know the channels and the areas that you can be effective instead of trying to splash all of them mediocre Um, but i think nowadays with any organizations the ones that are reaching and communicating and engaging and growing are the ones that can do that effectively across as many platforms as possible because as much as we're fighting for you know uh, you know maybe competition or another organization or whatever we're really fighting for people's attention so we're having to fight the noise and the the constant you know communication people are receiving every day so making sure that when we do show up, we show up consistently, we show up constantly, we show up and we're communicating effectively and we're not just, you know, boring posts and boring language that we're creating emails and content that people are reading and watching and engaging and commenting and responding and clicking um, and really making sure that we're 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 utilizing uh, the content and the platforms that we have to move people to the next step. So for me, it's it's really, I'm really taking most of my clients it's it's we're really just getting started um i i I have i have a few clients where we can get deep down in the weeds where we're you know we're we're getting specific we're you know we're targeting specific people with specific content and we're segmenting content and segmenting ads um for the most part i'm just trying to get i'm just trying to educate people and listen like you can do this digital marketing thing it just takes some time it takes a little bit of process then once you get going and you, you you know what you need to be doing, okay, then we can start adding on to the next layers.
1: Chandler, we've covered an awful lot of ground. If there's uh, one or two takeaways that you wanted to leave the audience with, what would it be?
0: That's a good question. I would say number one, um, yeah. get a mentor, especially if you are a a startup or starting, whether you're six months or a year. I think. You know, if you would ask me, Chandler, in your first year of owning your, you know, starting and owning your own digital marketing agency, you know, what would you tell someone that's right behind you? I would say, get a mentor, get someone that, whether it's a relationship, get a couple, maybe get some that, you know, find one that you pay, that's going to dive in with you and help you, but find some people that you can learn from and listen to and follow what they, you know, follow what they say. And the other thing I would say is just be consistent. I would say the biggest thing that that I challenge myself with, even with social media, is I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to try to post every day. I'm going to try to reach out every day. I'm going to try to you know, communicate effectively every day and let people know that um, I want to help them. I want to serve them. And if they pay me for that, great. If not, uh, I'm going to keep adding value every and every platform, every phone call, every sales call, and every social media post I can.
1: And I would add, if uh, yeah, get a get a mentor, no matter what stage you're at, whether you're starting out or whether you're 30 yeah. years in, because <laughs> yeah. all of us could use yeah. mentors and guidance at uh, at, at any level. That's it's true. That's, that's for sure. Hey, if that's um, that's good, Chandler. If people wanted to continue the conversation and reach out to you, how do they reach you?
0: Man, I am I am an Instagram. That is my one platform. I I have committed to to you know i'm I'm on a lot of platforms but where i'm most active and engaged is on instagram so you can find me at at chandler d Boyce. um if you have questions about anything if i can help you serve you guide guide you in any direction whatever um or if you just want to follow i'll follow you back uh instagram is that's my that's my go-to uh platform
1: chandler it's been a pleasure i bid you a uh... Fantastic day and a great week ahead of you. Thanks for joining us on the Conquer Local Podcast.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, sir.
1: You know, there you have it. A really great conversation. You know, the first takeaway is that there is an effective storytelling in non- In the nonprofit sector, you know, Chandler said that nonprofits need to move away from self-promotion and instead focus on storytelling. And I like how he said, rather than showcasing the organization's greatness, it's more impactful to share the stories of individuals and testimonials. And by inviting people to be, you know, part of the life changing experience, nonprofits can build more meaningful connections and support. You know, the second takeaway is that affiliate marketing is a passion-driven strategy for Chandler. His journey into affiliate marketing stems from a, you know, a genuine passion for helping people. He advises content creators to only endorse products and platforms that they truly believe in. You know, that's how you ensure authenticity and that's how you build trust with the audience. This approach will not only add value to the audience, but will also create a sustainable and ethical approach to affiliate marketing. If you've enjoyed Chandler's episode discussing affiliate marketing, keep the conversation going and revisit some of our older episodes from the archives. Check out episode 643, Transform Your Agency with Proven PR Strategies with Catherine Bangle, or episode 619, Empowering Communities and Driving Economic Prosperity with Heather Thompson. Till next time, I'm Jeff Tomlin. Get out there and be awesome.
0: You've been listening to the Conquer Local podcast presented by Vendasta. Tune in next week for a new episode. Guest discovery and produced by Suleiman Adam. Marketing by Rory Lawford, Brandon Moore, and Suleiman Adam. Executive producers, Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Suleiman Adam. Recorded at Vendasta headquarters on the Canadian Prairies.